Good morning. Joining me today, I have Abraham Lincoln. Well, not the Abraham Lincoln, but Bryce O'Stenzel, who plays Abraham Lincoln in the community. Good morning, Bryce. Good morning, Karen. Thank you for having me. Well, it's great to see you, and you have a look. You look like Abraham Lincoln. I've seen you act like Abraham Lincoln, and you know an awful lot about him, and you are going to be playing that role again coming up on the day that the President's Day celebration is on February 12th at the Community Center here in Mankato. Yes, February 12th is actually Lincoln's actual birthday. Now, we have, you mentioned President's Day. That's actually the following week, the 19th. They take the money that's between Lincoln's birthday, which is the 12th, and then Washington's birthday, which is the 22nd. But uh, I'm actually doing it on Lincoln's actual birthday because me being a historian, I'm a, I'm a purist. I like to do it uh, on the day. And this year is uh, particularly special because it's his 215th birthday. He was uh, born in 89. Well, let's talk a little bit about this. It's at the Lincoln Community Center, correct? Yes. And is the Lincoln Community Center actually named after Lincoln, too? Yes. That whole area of town, actually, it's the same park where uh, the Boy in Blue Memorial is located. But the Lincoln Park, uh, Lincoln School, Lincoln Street, all of them are named after uh, President Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president. When did that happen, or how did they decide to name it after Lincoln? It's been that since... Uh, the 1880s, actually, when they uh, when they built uh, Lincoln Park. Uh, actually, that land was purchased in 1885. I was part of Shepherd's Edition, and it was named uh, Lincoln Park uh, in honor of the of the president. And I think because there was such an association, you know, it's only uh, 20 or so years after Appomattox. Uh, there's still a lot of commemoration being done. In fact. The high point of the commemoration for the Civil War was actually in the 1890s. It was 30 years after the, the fact. That's when a lot of the big monuments, the battlefield parks such as Gettysburg and so on, that's when those were all uh, established was in the 1890s because it's 30 years after the guns fell silent, so to speak. The, the memory is there, but some of the horror and so on, you know, right after the war, people wanted to just forget it. Uh, it, was so, it was so awful. It was so terrible. But 30 years later, you know, now there's veterans, they're having reunions and that kind of thing. Uh, veterans are starting to pass away, of course, and so they wanted to memorialize as many of them as they could, which was the, the inspiration for the Boy in Blue Memorial also, which we'll talk about a little bit later. You are considered what's called a costumed historical interpreter, and I didn't know that was like actually a job name, but it is. And you look back in history at the life and legacy of one of the most famous Americans, the 16th president of the United States. Why Lincoln? And, you know, I, I don't know if you do other characters or not, but this is one I've known you since I've been here in Mankato as Abraham Lincoln. I do do other characters. I do uh, Judge Baker, uh, who actually lived in that neighborhood also. He was actually a resident of Lincoln Park. Um, but Lincoln is my, my specialty. I've been interested in Lincoln since I was uh, five years old, old enough to know, you know who he was. And I think the reason for it is my father was a World War II veteran, and he instilled this very strong sense of patriotism in me as a child. And I was looking for other uh, role models to kind of inspire me. You know, what was, what was it? so important you know why was my dad so you know I wanted to learn more about that and then I found uh, this other historical figure that you know I felt had the same some of the same uh, beliefs. 
So you've been doing this for a long time. I know you're actually a history teacher, and I know you do some teach some English now mm-hmm. at the St. Clair Public Schools, correct? I, I was at St. Clair, and now I'm actually at Janesville. Oh, Janesville, okay. But yes, uh, it, it, they're, they're all area schools. I've taught in Mankato uh, as well. But uh, yes, currently I'm uh, working in Janesville teaching English. You're correct. I've, I've had a long uh, association with, uh, with teaching history uh, here, in, here, in the, here in the area. I, I graduated actually from Minnesota State University in 1990 and then again in 1995 with my master's degree. In history, I assume. In history. Okay. But I, but I have a teaching degree in history, yes. Okay. Now you are going to be presenting this two-hour course and it will be on Monday on Lincoln's birthday, as mm-hmm. you mentioned, February 12th, 7 to 9 p.m. at the Lincoln Community Center. And it is free to the public, correct? So anybody who wants to learn more can come on to the Lincoln Community Center and listen. Yes, absolutely. And part of my inspiration for doing this, not only is it the 215th anniversary of his birth, but just the fact, you know, we, we have President's Day, but what does that really mean? You know, Martin Luther King Jr. holiday is a little clearer established we know we're honoring the legacy of a particular uh, individual i guess i want to do that uh, with lincoln's birthday Uh, i think he's an important enough figure not that washington isn't washington has his own day to me it's february 22nd and actually uh, president's day as we call it is really washington's birthday observed they've kind of morphed it into this in my opinion all but meaningless president's day it should be washington's birthday and lincoln's birthday uh, separate, in my opinion. Why do you feel Lincoln was separated out in terms of being honored, especially? Of course, Washington was the first president of the United States. Lincoln's number 16. What do you feel makes him so special that we have a day set aside? That's a great question. My answer to that is, in one word, preservation. Uh, he preserved what Washington established. Washington founded the country. Washington was our first president, as you said, but Lincoln was the preserver of the Union. And without that, uh, everything that Washington had fought for, or Jefferson, or you know any of the other founding fathers, would have been lost. Lincoln preserved that Union, and in the process, uh, also, uh, and I believe he deserves the title, and I'll talk about that at the lecture, uh, but I do believe he deserves a title, Great Emancipator, because he also uh, was in, responsible for creating the proclamation that led ultimately to the 13th Amendment. You know, it's a, it's a process. Uh, people would argue, oh, well, the Emancipation Proclamation, that didn't free anybody. Uh, it started down that, that road. It's actually the 13th Amendment that outlaws slavery in the United States. Lincoln worked for that, too, in fact. Uh, people that attended the movie, the Spielberg movie on Lincoln some years ago, which was an excellent movie, by the way. But that was really the struggle for the 13th Amendment. Uh, and Lincoln worked for that because he knew that his Emancipation Proclamation was a executive order. It was a war measure. Some other president could overturn that uh, at a later time. There needed to be something stronger. He, he truly did, I believe, wanted to end slavery forever in the United States, which is why he worked for the 13th Amendment. And in the process, now the amendment wasn't quite ratified yet. It had been approved by the Senate and then the House. That's what we saw in the in the movie. And then it went to the states for ratification. By the time of Lincoln's death, there were roughly 19 states that had already approved it. You know, it was getting close to passage, but it didn't quite pass, you know, while Lincoln was still alive to see it. But it was on, it was the, the, the process was underway. And another thing that I 
want to point out, and I will point it out at the lecture, is the very last speech that Lincoln gave publicly was about giving uh, blacks the right to vote. And that, of course, was, was many, many, for many people, that was just unheard of. And one of the people that was listening to that was John Wilkes Booth in the audience. So you could argue that Lincoln lost his life over his insistence that black people be given the right to vote. Was that why John Wilkes Booth killed Lincoln? That's a good that's a good share of the reason. That's that's not all of the reason, but yeah, that was a that was certainly a, a good share of it. I think he wanted to make a name for himself and he also wanted to uh, help restart the war because he thought the Confederacy should have won. But part of the reason he supported the Confederacy was the issue of slavery. So yes. How do you get prepared to be this character? I know you've been studying it for many years, and like you said, you kind of chose Lincoln as a role model. I mean, is it through just reading lots of things, or how do how do you feel like you get into that specific time and place to share that with others and make it come to life? I do a lot of uh, preparation research. For example, currently I'm working on several PowerPoint presentations, uh, including the one, well, I finished the one that I'm going to be presenting that Monday evening, the 12th. But yes, I do I do my uh, advanced preparation, my research, and I go back and I reread the sources. Some of them I've read before. Some are, you know, things are new depending on what the topic is. And I uh, I review. It's like, it's like anything else. It's just like when you're practicing an instrument. I appreciate the question. Uh, most people don't ask me, well, how do you, how do you prepare? But yeah, I actually have to practice in my mind going through it, and I, I don't take it for granted, even though I've done it you know, quite a few times. And that includes what I'm doing the Gettysburg Address. I review that in my mind right up until the point where I you know, get, get up on the stage to recite it. I don't take it for granted because I don't want to stand there and you know, forget a line. It, it, it's too important. So, so you, have to, you have to do the work. You have to do the research, and then you have to practice, just like a, a musician would. Right. And like you said, you've been doing this for a long time now. Do you have any profound questions that you get from an audience or things that people share with you after seeing you that you make you go, wow, this is really something I'm glad I'm doing to share this? Well, I like to, uh, I like to share his, his passion, the, the fact that he thought this, uh, this union was worth preserving because that, that to me is, is personal. And of course, that comes from my my upbringing too. I still believe that that we are a great nation. Yes, we've had some uh, certainly some issues, but uh, if you look at you know there, there's all this business about immigration today. Why are people coming to the United States? Why are they still coming here? Because they want opportunity, and we and we have that. And there are other parts of the world that would really like to whether they, they admit it or not, but they'd really like to have the opportunities that we have. And that's what Lincoln was all about. He was about opportunity. When you do a presentation like this, do you target all ages, or do you think there's one age group that might be more interested or it might become more interesting to them? Well, everyone is welcome. I usually get quite a few adults. I would like, actually, to get more youth. Mm -hmm. uh, youth would be, would be great. And when I say youth, I'm talking about uh, anywhere from you know, where they're, where they're old enough to, to understand and appreciate, which is pretty young. I mean, we're talking elementary students. In fact, I had one uh, gentleman uh, email me that said he's bringing his nine-year-old son to this presentation. I said, wonderful. That's, yeah. that's exactly the, the kind of thing that I want to see. I, I, I hope to inspire a new generation, you know, pass that, pass that torch. That's, 
you know, you ask what's important to me, that's that would be it. As uh, as an educator, that's that's essential. Right. We are talking with Bryce Stenzel, who is a historical interpreter of Abraham Lincoln. He will be performing at the Lincoln Community Center here in Mankato on February 12th, which is Lincoln's birthday, from 7 to 9 p.m. Everyone is welcome. It's a free event, and so no registration is necessary. Well, thank you, Bryce. I appreciate you coming on and letting us know about this, and I hope you get a great crowd to enjoy listening. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Is there a birthday cake? (laughs) That's something we'll have to think about. Okay. (laughs) Thanks.